to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle, yes. what do you know about cryogenics? Ooh, very little. <laughs> uh, I know that uh, there is a there's a baseball player. Isn't there a baseball player who has a head? Ted Williams? Does Ted oh, Williams yes. Head? Isn't his head? In a cryogenic, there was a company, and we are t- we can talk about this because yeah, we live out in, here in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's right. They there was a controversy several years ago mm-hmm. where yes, he, his head apparently the family paid to have his head frozen when yeah. he died, thinking that something was going to happen in the future, yeah. right? And weirdness happened. The company mm-hmm. went out of business. Right. What happens then? They were big Futurama fans, right? Exactly. Well, <laughs> and of course, the big story: where does this urban legend come from? Is Walt Disney? Yes. So there were all these stories back mm-hmm. from like when Disney died. Um, I think Walt died uh, December fifteenth, nineteen sixty six. We have our little notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortly after that, like a year after, there was this whole re- rumors of a reporter from a newspaper, a tabloid newspaper. He supposedly walked into a room and saw his body suspended, and anim- I mean, it was completely insane. <laughs> this is literally where the wow. rumors, where, where they think the rumors started. Okay. Everything from, oh, he's in a freezer underneath Pirates of the Caribbean, okay. all this stuff was I, I crazy. Think, I would have thought Haunted Mansion, but... Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, you know, and, and the truth is, OK, one, when Walt Disney, a few days after he died, he was cremated. Yep. His 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 urn containing his ashes are in the Forest Lawn Cemetery of Glendale, California. Very famous. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's where he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these rumors just went crazy mm-hmm. because because people have an interest in preservation. They mm-hmm. have an interest in technology. There's even a very uh, interesting book called Down and Out in the Magic Kingdom where an author says, so like, what if he was frozen and he was thawed out now? Like, how would he, how would he, like, and there's a whole scene of him, like, trying to get into Disneyland uh, and then he's like, it's how much to get in? I mean, like, it's a whole. <laughs> so it's what? about how he would see his company and what happened. The place to is it still too. clean. Yeah. That's good. I think, I think that's Cory Doctorow wrote that. It's oh. it, it's it's fun. It's a uh, it's short too, so it's now, interesting. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. who would be really interested in cryogenics? Oh, I'd say the the government. The government and the government who gets their stuff from a man by the name of Tony Stark. That's right. We're get, we're we're get, after after a lot of emotion, a lot of camera work. We're getting back to the hardcore MCU stuff. We got some heavy nerdy stuff coming in this episode. It's smashed in between the house. Yes. <laughs> The house on either side. The, on either side of this minute uh-huh. is Betty and Leonard's house. That's right. Yeah, but in the middle, hardcore nerd <laughs> stuff. So here we are at minute 45 of Louis Leterrier's 2008 film, The Incredible Hulk. Uh, we're picking up right where we left off uh, in the middle of the conversation. Now, those of you who watch the deleted scene know that there's you've already seen how this, this ends, uh, but we, we pick up from there um, where Bruce reveals that he knows what the the general wants from him he says he wants this thing out of me he wants to dissect it so he can make it a weapon which we also another deleted scene we saw ross saying almost exactly that i don't want him i want what's inside him which the implication both when ross says it and specifically when bruce says it is is that to do that Mm -hmm. you must dissect me yeah that's that's clearly what he's trying to say here is is that betty do you understand yeah your dad just wants me dead (laughs) yeah and, and not, not necessarily pieces. to kill me because of you, right. but actually second. But first, <laughs> because he wants me. The fact that we that it would split us up is just a bonus. That's a bonus. That's yeah. a bonus. 
<laughs> that is a bonus. It's a bonus. Me dead? Right. <laughs> it's not going to so, be sad. Uh, this is, this is, this is uh, it, even though we, we have our problems with how that conversation went, Right. This is a pretty good cut. No, this is a he good says, yes. Right. Uh, so he can make it a weapon, and we immediately cut to a secret military bunker <laughs> where their weapons are being stored. Uh, and so we see a finger putting in the code, and the code is 1753. Do you know the significance of 1753? 1753, no. Well, as it is March, uh, that was the year that the first St. Patrick's Day was observed. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, the, so we're recording I can tell, this in March. We're recording yeah. this in March. I don't know when you're listening <laughs> yeah, to yes, it. That's uh, right. But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I don't know uh, if there's actually a, an inner lore to that. But <laughs> that's I, I your that was that's your seventeen fifty three call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see uh, going inside. We get to see it's Ross uh, looking through inside, uh, and he goes in. And it looks like everything is under. Uh, a lot of tarps. It looks like there's a lot of. Looks like the uh, dry ice budget uh, now, was used in this scene. Oh no! This this is a great scene. Okay, but let's just even talk. Like he punctures in that code. Yep. There is a huge metal door mm-hmm. with a sliver of a horizontal window. Yeah, that perfectly fills the dimensions of the screen. Oh like, yeah, of this of the film of the movie screen. Right. Yeah, it's, and it yeah, is like pure. You have these big nine. bolts yeah. again. Perfect shot selection here. Yeah. It's this light you see, you see her in a dark room and his face just comes in and right. this this could be a scene from Silence of the Lambs. That's true. Yeah. You wouldn't know. <laughs> it's William Hurt, remember I'm in this movie? <laughs> right. So no, I love this. This looks great. Yeah, and then he he walks in and we get you see all sorts of uh, different machineries and pipes and all sorts of uh, hidden government secrets. And the whole here. place is laden with, yes, like yeah, uh, has dry a very, ice. Very yeah. 1950s vibe, yes. too. Everything is, is painted green. Right. Um, and then he goes through and he fixed one particular vat that apparently he knew right where he was going. Yeah. So, I mean, this wasn't like like he's looking around at the tags to try and figure out what it was. It's, it's almost like he had put those there. Yeah, or he'd been there before, maybe <laughs> yes. to take something out of some of these other experiments we've been hearing about. Uh, so he goes over and uh, opens it up, whips off the thing, and he reveals a metal tag, which the camera handily zooms in on, which is good because there's so much information on this tag. This is what we're going to spend the rest of this minute talking about <laughs> is much. just this tag because it's so good. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a cryosync, and that cryosync is provided to you by the good people. At Stark Industries. And once again, I love the fact that it is the Stark Industries logo yep. that we have seen forever. Right. So <laughs> Even, I assume this is Howard Stark. Right. Did this because this, this thing's been around for a while. Let's let's work our way down the tag. Um, so we start a program, Weapons Plus. Okay, this is... Like I don't know who put the Easter egg in here, but bravo, sir, because this is some grade A Marvel lore. Yeah. Okay, Weapons Plus is... Uh, so Grant Morrison, when he was writing for Marvel, he was writing X-Men. And so he came up with this idea of, you know, there was all of these things from the from when Marvel has been around you know, at, the, at the time, you know, 60-some years of lore. There's all these programs of... Super soldiers like the war, all these kind right. of things. That's I mean, Wolverine came right. out of the. Was exactly. it, I mean, Captain America, all these things. He's like, what if there was one program that was running all of these, and we just never knew about it? So he created this thing called Weapon Plus, and basically retroactively said, this is what's been doing all this. So the Super Soldier program was part of this. The Weapon X program was part of this because Weapon X is next to Weapon X. It's Weapon Ten. 
because Captain America was weapon one. Uh, so Wolverine, uh, weapon X, is actually weapon ten. So he goes all the way through, and then he introduces the ones that came after Wolverine and all this. I mean, so so he fitted all of this, these bits of history, all these different secret scientific programs and things into Weapon Plus. And so the fact they have that on there is really cool, especially for the fact that that's much more of an X-Men thing. And at the time, X-Men were still over at Fox. Sure. This is well before, this is you know, a good decade before uh, Marvel would eventually buy uh, the, the Fox and get the, all the rights back too. So they were just putting it out there as, eh. Maybe we can. We got a little little coincidental foreshadowing (laughs) that who knew. Operation Rebirth, which is what uh, Captain America was, was a part of Weapon Plus. Was under there. So, next line, developer Dr. Reinstein. Well, Dr. Reinstein is an alternate name for Dr. Erskine, who is the one who created Captain America. That was an alias he used. So it actually is the same person uh, on there too. I mean, that's that's in the in the comic lore. Now in the MCU, they've never really gone and revealed who Doctor Reinstein might be. So that's what we all assume. They 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 could at some point go back and and institute there actually was a Doctor Reinstein, you know. But uh, as as it stands, the, everyone just assumes that that was a uh, alias that he used. I want to I um, want to just be able to say once. Dr. Reinstein. <laughs> Dr. Reinstein. <laughs> so glad to see you. <laughs> when I saw that, that I couldn't stop thinking that. <laughs> Reinstein. Yes. Uh, Seer, my dears, I don't know if the, uh, the, they don't seem to have any significance as far as I could tell. I couldn't find any any lore or anything that had about the, the code numbers and things. Uh, you know, same thing with the batch number, 006.v2. I don't know if that's anything. Um, same thing with the, the variation number. Um, I like that it's under contract U.S. Department of Defense already saying, like, whatever's in here belongs to us. But then the, the other nice little call out there, Vita Ray. <laughs> Vita Ray was what Stan Lee said created Captain America. He was dosed with Vita Rays, which is something he just made up off the top of his head. Vita Rays. Well, I mean, not? come on. that Vitamins and X-rays. Sure. Vita Ray. <laughs> And interestingly enough, you know, multiple multiple years later, they actually would have a Vita Ray shout out in Captain America: The First Avenger. So they would say, like, part of the process, uh, Tony Stark says, it used used Vita Rays, which I thought was great. Um, so yeah, so there's there's lots of like nice nice nerdy kind of stuff here. So it's really neat, you know. And as we talked about opening, like, you know, Tony Stark. I mean, how Howard Stark. I mean, this goes yeah. the whole Stark, oh, yeah, the absolutely. whole Stark family line. Yeah. This is, again, I just cannot get over the people who did this. Yeah, because this is not CG. That's a metal tag. No, no, somebody, you know, obviously, I love this again. The graphic yeah. designers who work on movies, they have to do yeah. this. Prop master. It's just, it's so wonderful to see something that, that aged really well. It did. It really <laughs> did. Because, I mean, this is this is um, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite expressions. Throwing your hat over the wall. Yes. Like, they just, like, took a shot and went, yeah, we hope. And it... Totally awesome. paid off because, That's... like, everything on here is not contradicted by any future film. Nothing. No, it's great. In it's fact, great. it. In fact, it predicted the future. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, this this is an Easter egg that aged extremely well. So we see uh, Ross going through. He has the key that opens the lock that takes off the. T- then he can get in. He he ruins the cryogenic. Uh, gas, uh, whatever it is that's keeping there, we yeah. see a little psh sure. as it goes through. It looked cool. Uh, it made a cool it sound. And so then he um, he has like these some metal tongs that he then pulls out the the blue serum. Now, so here's here's where it, what they didn't know. Now, I assume at the time they were thinking this is super soldier serum. 
Right. That's the super soldier serum is the stuff that makes Captain America Captain America. You use super soldier serum, inject somebody, you blast them with Vita rays, they become Captain America. Right. But we know now, like this is like going in the future, that is not super soldier serum because when Dr. Erskine died, the formula died with him. The last vial of it smashed onto the floor when the when the Nazi saboteur attacked. Oh. So that is not the so. But the next after after Captain America does his first appearance, is obviously this is obviously we're we're talking about a movie that we're going to talk about sure, on this show in like three years or something. Right. Um, we get to see them pulling blood from Captain America, vial after vial of blood, as he's sitting there as they're talking about what the plan is. So. I'm thinking they retroactively like went back in to try and figure out how to do it from his blood because it was in his blood. So this serum was probably a derivative of what they pulled from his blood, which means it's not super soldier serum. It's as close as they can get. So that's why we see it doesn't work exactly like uh, it's supposed that's to. A deep, that's a deep cut. Right? That's amazing. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is why they hired us for this job. because That's a pretty deep, deep cut. Marvel lore. Yeah, this, okay. I've thought about this a lot over the years, not just for this podcast. This is something I had in my head for a while. So yeah, whatever this stuff is, it's not the pure stuff that Dr. Erskine created. This is something else. So to complement yeah. your diligent understanding and knowledge, here's what bothered my me about this scene. obsessive dedication to Marvel films, you mean? So... Can I tell you something? Sure. If you need to hire someone to steal something for you, do you know who you don't hire? Who? General Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> because here's why. Yeah. No gloves. Oh, right. Flashlight in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> in a cryogenic lab, no gloves. This guy <laughs> that, is just that like... metal must be so cold. Wait, I mean, no. I'm <laughs> laughing at this because here's this guy who comes off as this... Well, you yeah. know, I, okay, maybe the flashlight in the mouth is because you can't smoke in there, right? Like, he needs something in his mouth. Oral fixation. I mean, I kind of... No, I sure. actually think that's kind of funny. But here he is pulling everything out, and he's uh-huh. just got his hands, and he's uh-huh. just like... Yep, and I'm going to take this clamp, and I'm going to yeah, pull gonna, this off. I'm gonna, and it's, this thing that was been dipped in liquid nitrogen, I'm just going to hold it in my bare hand. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and we've said it oddly, like it's like connected, like it's stuck to the bottom, uh-huh. and he's pulling it, and his face, and again. It looks like the prop did not function correctly, because it should have just come right off in hand. You can see him like struggling with it. Like, he's struggling. Is this supposed to come off? I can't tell. Well, and again, beautiful shot composition, mm-hmm. because his face is directly behind it, and yeah. you're just like, yeah, this works. And then we cut back to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Stately Ross Manor. And that's oh. that's where a minute ends. Yeah, that's it. On a shot of the house <laughs> at night. So like, that at, like at, happening at the same time, I guess we're meant to think. As they're having their conversation about so the, we're, does okay. the general know he's also going and getting the serum? So as we're hitting, something. and it's amazing, we're here at like minute forty-five now. Yeah. We're deep. We're deep into the oh, movie. Yeah. So this follows up the minutes that you've you've been with us on this journey. He's clearly getting this for for Blonsky. Blonsky yeah. Right. I mean, like right. they because they've we we, their courtship can, has now been completed. I think I can help with that. Right. Yeah. He's now he's now getting the. He's going to put a ring on it. Yeah. This he's is going <laughs> to put some serum in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to continue that. Oh, thing. yeah. So, okay. The so, courtship the, so of Emil Blonsky. This is all coming together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Towards obviously a amicable resolution on all parties. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they're all. There's, there's, a, there's a big family dinner in the offing, I'm sure, in the, in the next and 10 And Leonard's going to cook it. <laughs> That's right. Leonard will cook it for all of them. They're just going to have a sit down, powwow. Everything will be fine. <sighs> I'm sure. Minute 46, nothing terrible can happen in minute 46. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. In the meantime, while you're waiting for Minute 46 to drop, you can go shopping. That's right. You can find some Marvel Movie Minute or the next reel. Clothing, mugs, 
all sorts of stuff. Uh, just head over to our merch store, nextreel.com slash merch, and you can upgrade your fashion with our own pretty, pretty logos. So thank you all for listening. We'll see you back here for Minute 46. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers, bye. Bye.